listening to Squat Club on the Air. Hey guys, welcome to Squat Club on the Air. I'm back with Jaden. He was begging me to do another podcast, so I've accepted his his offer. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so welcome, Jaden. And obviously I'm Luke, if you don't know my voice. So today what we're going to do, we're going to go through energy expenditure, which is just the energy that you burn throughout the day. The other end of the equation is the energy coming in, which is your food, which we're not going to focus on that today. Um, but yeah, I thought we'd go into that topic. We're going to get deep into your your daily exercise and physical activity that you do. We're going to explain what makes up our total daily energy expenditure as well. And then we're going to go into the finer details, which you could take away practical examples and you can start using immediately. Mm-hmm. All right. How's that sound, Jaden? Sounds good to me. All right. Do you want to explain the first first part of total daily energy expenditure? All right. So when we're talking about total daily energy expenditure, as Luke said, we have um, four components. Um, we have control over, I'd say, two of these in the short term. Um, or meaningful control over two of these in the short term. And then um, long term, we have really one that we're able to control. Um, So to name these, it is basal metabolic rate, uh, which is pretty much defined as the energy is used to um, keep the lights on with your body, perform heartbeats, breathing, like digestion, just simple metabolic functions, daily body functions. the other two that we're going to talk today about is our NEAT. So exercise, um, sorry, not exercise, uh, energy used outside of the gym away from exercise. So things like fidgeting, walking, talking, anything that doesn't involve physical activity. So the energy burnt without physical activity. Yep. Uh, and that brings us to the last one, physical activity. So uh, the energy burnt in the gym, so performing exercise, or not even in the gym, but sports in general. So meaningful rigorous activity, yeah. right? Purposeful movement. Purposeful movement. Yeah. Um, the last one that I find um, is not really worth a mention, but still contributes to a small degree is um, the thermic effect of food. So the energy that's used actually digesting and burning or breaking apart are the foods that you eat. Um, if we were to put these in order of magnitude, it'd be your basal, basal metabolic rate, um, consuming the, um, the most amount of calories per day. Um, depending on how you train and how much movement you do, um, you could have either your NEAT, so your, um, non-exercise energy burning or your, um, your exercise taking second place. Uh, And then following closely would be the other of those two. And then, as I said before, the other one that not really worth a mention is your thermic effect of food. It really doesn't contribute that much to, um, how much energy burn in a day. Um, so let's talk a little bit about NEAT. I think that's probably one of the more um, changeable where we have most yeah. flexibility in um, burning energy. Yeah, that was awesome. Felt like I don't even have to say anything now. We'll just wrap <laughs> up the podcast there. Hey, Jaden, you've got all the information we need. No, no. Uh, so yeah, you explained it quite well, Jaden. You've got the your four, four categories that you can influence, obviously, that, you know, I think some people – We'll say, I find with my older clients also that basal better metabolic rate, like as I get older, you know, I feel like I don't burn as much energy. That's probably one thing just to take into consideration because as you, we look, we look from decade to decade, mm-hmm. we do actually, our basal metabolic rate will go down, which means we'll just burn a bit more energy, whether that's because we have less muscle mass or we're moving less, um, 
throughout the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's probably the main thing. But the most variable thing that we have control over, which Jaden said we're going to talk about now, is neat and exercise. They are two biggest ones that we can see a massive percentage change from person to person. So if you are someone who just works um, in an office and sits all day versus you're a farmer and you have to get up at the crack of dawn, you're doing vigorous exercise, that your knee and your calories burning a day is going to be a lot higher. Yeah, and I think like when we're talking about um, creating meaningful lifestyle changes, these are the two that we're really focusing on. Yep. Is um, changing, yeah, how much we move in a day or even including um, exercise. Yeah. Yeah. So um, starting with Nate, what would be your, I guess, your recommendation to your clients to increase their Nate pretty much yep. straight out of the gate? Yeah. So uh, the, the obvious one that most people <laughs> know about and go to is steps. And I probably definitely want to clarify that sometimes people think Nate is just steps, but like Jaden said, made some good example. It is it's fidgeting, it's talking with your hands, it's chewing, chewing gum, it's all these little things that we probably don't realize that we're doing, but it does contribute to our energy out. So the the easiest one to track is steps. And I think it is quite a low hanging fruit where you could say, look, if you have a watch, let's see how many steps you're doing. For example, if one of my clients is doing 2000 steps, I'll say, let's try to increase that to maybe five or 7,000 steps, depending on what they do. I think that's an easy one to do. It's very hard to track things like, does the person talk with their hands or do they chew chewing gum all the time? Or do they have a standing desk versus seated desk? It's very hard to track all these things. So generally we do go to steps and it it is quite a good one to track energy expenditure, but it's important to understand it's not the only thing that contributes to it. So if you do have a quite a sedentary job, I would be encouraging movement definitely outside of that. Or I'd use strategies like, okay, you're sitting at a desk, maybe try to get up every 15 minutes and walk to the water cooler. Or maybe try to, instead of staying sitting in one spot, put the printer a bit further away and walk to the printer. Like things like that, I would start to first and foremost encourage with my clients. What about yourself, Jaden? Um, yeah, exactly along the same lines as, um, as you. I find tracking your steps is a really easy, easy way to increase the um, amount of activity or energy burnt um, outside of the gym. Um, one thing I do like about steps is uh, it doesn't doesn't really mean all like going for a meaningful walk all the time. It can look something like yep. what you said, or even like parking further away or taking stairs. Or yep. there's heaps of different ways that you can implement just getting your steps up, and it's really easy to measure, and it's going to be something that's going to be consistent as well. Like you're not going to get any error in that. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> depending on the watch. Yeah, depending on the watch. But I find if you're um, you're consistent with how you measure it, like you use your same watch, um, the same watch or the same meet, like the same um, tool for measuring it. Yeah. Um, it can be. It's reliable. Yeah, it's reliable. Valid, questionable. Yeah. <laughs> I think some watches you can like shake your hand and the steps start going up. Uh, actually I have a client that, um, but like 500 calories just driving to the gym. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like they are, they are, they could be quite reliable, but, um, Hey, it's quite an easy, easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think just in general, like, yeah, like Jaden said, it doesn't have to be going for a, a big walk, although I probably would encourage yeah. doing that yeah. if you can on most days, it's going to be 
awesome for your health. And also if your if fat loss is a goal, it's going to really, really help, especially with long-term uh, fat loss as well. But like it could just be as simple as cleaning the house. Like I know people who just will clean the house and they will rack up a lot of steps mm-hmm. just doing that. You know what I mean? So it doesn't have to be a planned walk, but that's not to say a planned walk isn't going to help. It's definitely one of the best things we can do for our health. And if you are, your goal is to lose a bit of body fat, it's one of the one of the things that we must look to as well as food, but it's one thing that we can easy track, easily track, just buy a watch, they're pretty cheap. Um, and yeah, it, it could just be that awareness of, hey, I'm not walking, moving much now. I need to move a little bit more. So I think that's a great, a great tool and a great starting point for most people. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, so the the next the next part as well is probably the exercise equation. Now, people always talk about like they come into the gym, they did a, a super hard workout and they'll be wearing a watch or they'll be wearing maybe a heart rate monitor strap and they'll be like, oh, I burnt this much energy. Now, I don't like, I don't, I don't look if people are coming in and moving, I don't have a problem with that. But I personally, with my clients, don't like to use exercise as an energy dump. I would much rather the latter of op- the first option that we spoke about with the watch and getting movement outside of the gym. That's my first and for first and foremost of what I go to. Uh, but the exercise equation is, I think we're probably better off spending on our time on improving our lifts, improving our mm-hmm. strengths, trying to build a bit of muscle mass rather than just go to, okay, this workout, I burnt 700 calories. And this is probably something we could probably talk about now is how accurate is your watch or your heart rate monitor or whatever you're using in telling you how many calories you're burnt. And I'm sure Jaden can talk about this now it's probably not as accurate as you think. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I don't even look at um, watches when it comes to, you know, how many calories did you burn in a particular session, whether it was, um, you know, lifting weights or more cardio-based. I just don't tend to look at it. I'm I'm sure there's a billion, I know there are a billion of studies out there that um, show how inaccurate it is at reading them and unreliable they are from session to session as well. So, yeah, I, it's not something that I rely on. I prefer, as you said, just focusing on improving your lifting quality, focus on progressive overload, like getting better, lifting more weights, um, running for longer, or just progressing your session over time rather than focusing on that that calorie amount that you yep. burn. Yeah. Um, because it's almost impossible to, to yeah. measure, especially from a little watch. There's yep. so many factors that come into play when you're trying to um, factor in how much someone burns through, um, through movement. Yep. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, if there was one thing that, um, well, I, yeah, I find it tends to lead people to, um, think about exercise poorly, yep. uh, specifically when it comes to their diet as well. Like I find if people come in, they say that on their watch that they've burnt like, you know, 500, 700, a thousand calories, whatever it may be. Some McDonald's. Exactly. <laughs> it's just that extra, um, extra push to do things that they probably shouldn't be should yep. be doing. Um, and so I, I definitely, yeah, spend my time focusing on just performing exercise, uh, with intent, um, getting your steps up or your activity up outside of the gym yep. and, um, controlling your calories in. Yeah. Or the, the food side of the equation as well. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Cause what that, I get these watches try to use, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of studies, like Jaden said that are in controlled environments. When you come into a gym, the temperature is at an account. They try to use heart rate, but the, 
although as heart rate goes up, you may burn a bit more calories. It's very, it's a bit of a correlation, not kind of a causation type factor. So, and it could be like, are you performing exercises on a bike versus maybe a sled push? You're going to be burning probably a little bit more energy if you're seat, uh, standing versus seated. So all these things are going to factor into it and there's a lot that goes into it. So I probably wouldn't waste your time trying to work out how many calories you're burning. If you, like Jaden said, control your intake, look at something like steps, not to say it's the only thing, like still think of movement in different ways as well, like washing, mm-hmm. like all these little things that can definitely add up if you can be aware of it because we do want to conserve energy anyway. So I remember I tried to look into how much um, calories are burnt through like walking or steps Yeah, and the amount of like individual variants, like height, weight, like yep. your, you know, arm length, your leg length, like yep. all these different th- things that um, play a role. And like to say that a little watch can account for all, all of those that, yep. different, um, different factors is, yeah, I don't think we're quite there with technology. <laughs> nah. And yeah, honestly, it's probably better spent investing your your time and effort into other things that are probably a lot more important, I would say, than just looking at how many calories you burnt. Um, But yeah, to to say that as well, like there is obviously going to be exercises that may burn more calories, but yeah, I wouldn't look too far into that. Some some practical tips I like to give if you if you do actually want to make your exercise more efficient, for example, now. I was watching uh, Lenka on the Stairmaster this morning and she was leaning on the equipment. So you could you could probably look at that and think, okay, by leaning on the equipment, I'm probably going to be actually burning less energy because you don't have to stand up tall or the postural muscles you have to use to stay upright. So from an efficiency point of view, if Lenka was to stand up versus lean on equipment, she's probably going to burn a bit more calories if she was standing up and not leaning. So you could look at things like that. You could also look at like the the seated versus standing. You you know again it might not be much, but standing versus seated it could be a little bit. Or pushing a sled versus sitting on a bike. I don't think you'd probably burn that many calories as letting your legs roll over on a seated bike versus pushing a, a heavy sled. If you did want to look at that as an option as well, I think for someone who's quite sedentary, when you come into the gym, you probably could just manipulate those things just a little bit, and it may and it'll add up over the long run. That's just my opinion. I don't know what you, what you feel, Jaden. Um, that's sort of what I was sort of touching on with um, coming in with intent in your sessions. Uh, if you're coming in and smashing your sessions with, you know, 100% effort, I think most of that is covered. Like yeah. if you're not being lazy, you're like when it comes to your exercises, um, actually focusing on progressing and quality movement. Uh, I think all that is kind of factored in with uh, what you're saying along yeah. those lines. Um but yeah, I think it's most important if we were to summarize the um, this whole the whole topic is just pick the low hanging fruit, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, if you're if you lead a sedentary lifestyle, increasing your activity outside of the gym, um, and even starting the gym is going to help you mm-hmm. astronomically. Like it's going to get you moving and burning more calories than you have been previously. Yep. I think that's the um, biggest bang for your buck in yeah. terms of um, where you should be placing your efforts. Definitely. And then also, yeah, not not worrying too much about the calories burnt. Like if you can control your food quite well and then get moving a bit more, that's going to be a massive bonus and a, a key takeaway that you should look at. Don't think of like Jaden said, you burnt 500 calories and now you get to go eat a Big Mac because that's probably not going to get you the results you're after. 
to some other another practical takeaway is also just yeah thinking of ways that are easy to increase your steps you know like it could be walking around the gym during your your rest breaks it could be parking further away like Jaden said it could be taking the stairs or maybe not getting uber eats and actually driving down hopping out of your car walking to get the food like all these things we've as a society we've kind of regressed a little bit of well, we've actually progressed in the convenience <laughs> yeah. of things. Things can just be brought to us now, you know what I mean? All these things like Netflix, Uber Eats, all these things that we've created have also made us a lot more sedentary. So if you can look at ways to increase your movement, you're going to be in a lot better position. I agree. Yeah. So hopefully that gives you some some practical examples. Starts, yeah, gets you thinking a little bit about how you're leading yeah. your life and... um. How much you're watching Netflix and Uber, yeah. <laughs> Uber eating? Yeah, I think that's a big one. Like we, we like we never had this convenience hundreds of years ago, and we had to conserve energy. But we still have that, we still have that feature about us. We still want to conserve energy, but now it's made even easier. So if you can get moving out of the gym on your weekends while you're training, all these things are going to be super important from a health point of view, from a fat loss point of view. Like the benefits are endless. So. Yeah, have a think about it, be aware, and then yeah, start start reefing all the benefits that you can get from this. All right, guys. I think we'll leave it there. Thanks awesome. heap for lifting. Lifting? <laughs> Listening. <laughs> um, hopefully you learn something, you can take away some. Um, any last words? No, I think that's good. I think it's quite practical. We didn't go too into detail, so you can take these things away and start implementing straight away into your routine. So yeah, exciting. Right. Thanks for listening, guys. And I'm sure me and Jaden will See you quite soon in another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All Thanks, right, guys. See